Fat, 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 we're the fat peeps. Hey, peeps. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Fat Peeps podcast, episode number 32. We are the Fat Peeps. <gasps> That's us. Wow. I'm here. Well, I'm your host, Joey, and I'm here with John, aka Cameron and John. <gasps> That's me. Hello. My belly hurts. Hello, John. Yeah, he just did a charity stream where him... you want to talk about it john oh, you go ahead me, death liz and a couple other guys like pj and Gar- well pj and garrick didn't do the hot hot, hot sauce stuff but we, no. we 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 ate uh stuff covered in hot sauce for for charity for for the breast cancer research foundation was, we were there for was, moral support yeah it was, it was fun much success thank you for everyone that was there they raised almost 500 dollars in that oh, one gosh. session which wow. is amazing yeah, four-hour session. Fantastic. So be sure to catch. Um, we might do a longer the, session the next time. Yeah. And that voice you heard right there was Garrick, aka Big Target. Oh hello. And then we also got PJ, aka Tech Thirty Two Hundred. Hi everybody. Oh, wow. wow. Look who it is. And where the fat peeps is a podcast where we normally talk about video games and other nerdy stuff like movies and tech. Just depends on what's going on, what mood we're into. And we got some hot topics today, like the new NVIDIA graphics cards and the PS5 showcase. But before we get to that, we always like to start our show with an icebreaker question. (gasps) It's still warm outside, so this is perfect. I know we still need it, right? I just got a notification on my phone that it's going to be like 98 tomorrow. Oh, oh gee willikers. Gross. Not again. I thought we were over that. Me too. Anyway, so today's question is, what is the first thing you remember saving up for and buying with your own money? Wow. Great question, oh, wow. Joey. That's a tough that's one. Really, that's a really tough one. God, that okay. that's so long ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was going to say it's like We're just so saving old. up part because I've been very instilled from a very young age to save, save, save. And so I was like, very young was going to be my answer. But then you said, oh, to buy something. Like, dang it. Uh, I don't have an answer. Yeah, I would always ask my oh. parents for stuff and they would just oh. say no or yes. Actually, probably, probably video games because my parents yeah. buy me video games. Right. Like, oh, mm-hmm. actually. Oh. I ha- just had a mem- memory. A memogram? Uh, it it kind of counts, cause, but I never get to buy Okay, so here's the story. Uh, it was Grand Theft Auto Vice City came out, okay. I think. And I was not the right age to buy it, you know, mature M-rated game. Um, I finally saved some money. Had my mom drive me over to the GameStop. GameStop? GameStop? Whatever. One of the and, two. Um, yeah, one of those. And I was like, this game, I'm buying it with my money I earn. I just need mom because it's an M-rated game. You know, person my age wouldn't can't buy it by himself. Walk up to the counter. Uh-huh. I'm like, mom, I'm using my own money to buy this game. You can't say no, right? You know. She was like, okay, it's your money. Uh, uh you gotta buy it. Um, walk up to the counter. The GameStop employee is like, all right, ma'am, do you know this is an M-rated game? Oh God, that is uh-huh. violence. Sexual content, drug reference, and my mom's like, "What?" 
And she's like, no, 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 no. And I was like, uh, no, 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 no. She, she said, she, yeah, I, I feel like I was like trying to be like, no, no it's not, that's not what it means or something. Uh, and I never get got to use that money. So it's an oh, anti- no. that's an anti-answer, right? No, it's it's still something you saved up for. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's going to count. And and I, I left with, with no Grand Theft Auto Vice City in my hands. Oh, Dang. No. Gosh darn GameStop and Bully doing his job. I know, right? It, uh, I went through that similar thing with it was Blockbuster in um, San Luis Obispo when I was living up there with my mom, and I had asked for the game too, and the employee did the same thing. But my mom looked at me, and she's like, that doesn't sound good. And I'm like, it'll be fine. I'm, I'm, I'm aware you don't kill people with guns, and I'm aware I shouldn't have sex. And she's like, okay. <laughs> I think I was like 12. Oh, man. See, I had, I, I couldn't, I, I had no way of. I could reason with my that. parents a <laughs> yeah, little I bit. Yeah, no reasoning. Um, I'm trying to think. For me, it was probably a Super Nintendo game. I can't give you an exact one, but I, I that's like the earliest recollection of saving up money that I can think of. Um, as far as like anything, I, I guarantee it was probably like a Mario game or something like that because I remember my parents buying me at at uh, EB Games. Actually, or oh, it was either EB games, games or it oh, was wow. what was that toy store that was in the mall? What a throwback! Um, no, not Toys R Us. The other one, the one that went out of business. Babies like, R Us. Wait. No, the one that went out of business before KB Toys. I don't think I've ever been that those. Maybe I, I think know. it was a KB Toys. I Anyhow, recognize the name. It, so. Yeah, it went out of business 15, 20 years ago. It was like long before Toys R Us Circuit finally. Titty? So. They existed. <laughs> They did. Uh, so I got it there, and then I think I bought the game for myself a few months later. I, I like I said, I don't have an exact one, but how'd you do it? Huh? Oh, I thought. I'm sorry. It was just like Christmas and uh, yeah, yeah. birthday money that I had been getting, and I just kept saving for it. Yeah, no, I, I was still in the same the, the M-rated story, but yeah, yeah, my brain oh. <laughs> not working right now. I transitioned that way. I could yeah. give my answer really quick. I'm gonna transition back to John's M-rated game story. I remember. I convinced my mom to get me uh, true crime on the streets of L.A. Oh. <laughs> that's by telling her, interesting. no, it's that's fine. Just... You play as the cop. Yeah. I really oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty convincing. Read that, read that for me. That's, that's smart. I mean, I don't know. I was still surprised my mom, like, gave in. But, like, I gave her just a dead set stare. And I'm just like, I understand right from wrong. And she was like, yeah, sure. And then I, for me, pretty early, it was kind of just like, whatever. Like, I remember when I was maybe like 11 or something, uh, my mom got me Shadow of Rome. Have you guys ever played that game? Oh, no. Isn't that pretty it's violent? A, it's like... a game that is super violent. It's just, it, well, it's not just, but like part of it is a gladiatorial combat game. Oh. Yeah. And you're just like ripping arms off and chopping dudes in half. Sounds like and fun. it's cool. Buddy. It's super cool. It's a cool game. It's kind of got like annoying fun. cell sections, but um, <laughs> yeah. And then like a year later, I got uh, Gears of War on my 360. So yeah, I think nice. Gears was one of the first like, oh my god, this is gory as hell for a lot of people because that was the game that like opened that market up entirely to um mainstream games i guess like even call of duty tried treading the line a little bit and now it's like they have dismemberment and stuff i'm like oh god um what's your answer though joey the 
that you oh i remember saving up for like a year and a half to get a gamecube oh okay that's a good one Garrett? yeah i got like a gamecube and pokemon channel i think that's a better answer yeah, I don't, than mine. I, I don't really recall much because, uh, like I said a little bit earlier, um, usually it's like I just ask my parents and it's usually a yes or no. Or um, I would probably just use my um, my gift cards or cash monies from gifts for for um, for games as well. So nothing too memorable. That's, but that's like thing, more yeah. recently, it would be me saving up to build my own computer but that's like that's a big deal for me because i never really did something that that humongous and undertaking building computer too so i will always I, remember that your and car that was literally last year i, I mean like car yeah it's all right it's not too special it's just a car maybe yeah, when we... i save up for a tesla then i'll be more excited oh god <laughs> i can't wait yeah, like for the car, car parts, like, it, wasn't, it wasn't really saving up for a car. It was more of like, oh, I need the car right now. I have the money to pay for that. Might as well get it because I need it kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. getting forced well, also, to be an adult. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that, and tools. Also, yeah, that and also um, I financed it as well. Mm -hmm. So it's not real. Like, I didn't save up. I'm borrowing someone's money. So right. I don't think That's that really counts to me. That's true. Okay, I can get that. It's like if I didn't need a car, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't have bought a car. It's like right. if I live in New York, I'm like, no, subway. Yeah, I, I'm kind of figuring out that like having, uh, quote unquote luxury car is overrated. Yeah. It's like a, a, you, especially using it as a daily driver. So it's yeah. just like it's just where we eh. live. We just need that. Yeah, sense. that's why I got my junk heap. <laughs> yeah, it's like the nature of Southern California. Well, it's actually kind of the nature of like a lot of parts the in the U.S. It's yeah, we're just like designed around it's roads. Yeah, part freedom of driving. Yeah, roads. I think part of it is how big the states yeah. are. You know what I mean? Like when you think about like uh, Europe, for instance, like there's countries in europe that are the size of counties in states right. part that are part of the united states so it's yeah. like um it's a little bit more like densely populated and easier to have good public transit i feel like mm -hmm. that's true yeah yeah our, but our yeah no when i lived okay. in san francisco i didn't even bother taking my car with me i left it at my parents house i think san francisco is like, like the forefront the and... of the united states for like transportation that uh, in new york uh, east coast yeah, new people east coast. don't like people shit on it a lot <laughs> literally and physic or in um like <laughs> yeah, metaphorically actually, <laughs> um, straight up dude actually yes. like here's here's the like honestly my entire time living in san francisco i didn't ever encounter like human excrement of any <laughs> sort on like bart or the buses the muni um and i maybe encountered it like once or twice in the street yeah um, i can say i have but, i haven't been to you know and walked the streets that much but I've, i think i've encountered like once or twice on the streets but it's like talked about like it's an epidemic right like you can't get on you can't take a bart ride anywhere in the city without stepping on some human fecal matter 
and it's like that come on guys that's not yeah i I don't think i've ever seen it either it's like i think one time i was in san diego and i saw shit on the sidewalk and i was like is that a dog poop like i wasn't sure yeah so it's like i don't know it's we're not having an app that was like created like track like human feces oh my god that's (laughs) absolutely ridiculous it's like it puts a marker down to show like uh human feces here you know like like not calling you're not calling the city to clean it up or anything just put a marker there instead how do you test for that too i mean part of the problem it's like it's like looking at san francisco on a like city sim video game level it's like oh you just didn't put enough bathrooms (laughs) there's just not enough bathrooms anywhere and like a lot of buildings just just don't have bathrooms or if they do have a bathroom you're not allowed to use it it's for employees only and it's like what are you gonna do you know what san francisco this sounds like your problem it is it is their problem so what's what's going on? What's the good news? Okay, are we, yeah. So are we moving on? Are we done with the icebreakers? Everybody said their piece about buying stuff. I think when we move into the poop yeah. conversation, we've pinnacled already. <laughs> we'll yeah. just move out. All right. Top. Uh, what is this? Good as a string to get. Nvidia. <laughs> oh. The thirty series Nvidia cards. Oh. Uh, sold out in seconds yep. when they went live. Oh yeah. On retailers' websites. And most of those pre-orders, uh, or were they pre-orders for the cards, or were they pre-orders. actually? I think they were pre-orders, right? Oh, they are because they're not like shipping out, right? Yeah. Anyway, those pre-orders are now up on eBay nice. for lots of money, a lot more money than the cards were purchased for. Mm-hmm. Ten thousand dollars, thirty thousand oh, dollars. Oh my, my god! And this seems to be like a. Uh, a trend, an issue that pops up every time yep. uh, some kind of new tech comes out that is only being produced in limited quantities. Yeah. Well, it's uh, not just it's technically. It's not just tech. It's yeah. pretty much any. It's everything, good... right? Yeah. Like I, concert so like, tickets get concert bought tickets, and sold by toilet scalpers. paper, oh, anything. Yeah. Toilet paper. yeah. Uh, yeah, recently, just hand sanitizer and toilet paper. Yeah, Stuff like that. That's Coming just insane, crazy. though. I'm I'm so happy. There's there's like, and we talked about it when we first started the podcast. There's like probably a couple hundred people sitting somewhere in the United States, just sitting on hundreds of rolls of toilet paper, and they're oh, like yeah, they effed. <laughs> you know, like yeah. me, they're probably living in them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. John, tell me that story about a scalper. Oh yeah, the scalper that went on the news. I think it was like in somewhere in the south or the east coast. This guy he he goes on the news to complain like, oh, I can't sell uh, these things anymore because the government, you know, told you know they prevented it or something. He, he couldn't return all the products, so he's like there on the news trying to sound like he's the the the, the victim in it. And I was like, no one's gonna buy that story. Uh, yeah. Just made me You're so not happy. getting my sympathy. <laughs> That's like when. The cheater goes on the forum yeah, to go. Exactly. I got banned. I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, unban me, please. Posted, yeah, it was like post on Reddit, and I think I didn't exactly know this was considered cheating. Yeah. It's absolutely Playing ridiculous. Dumb or something. Well, and then the victim card. Was it oh. you, Garrick, that posted about the um guy that created a bot for oh, the people no. selling on yeah, eBay? Yeah, so there's some good news. There's a reason why 
the Nvidia, the new graphics cards are going for thousands of dollars because. So how it works? So Scalpers have bots that automatically buy new tech. In this case, the graphics cards right off of the retailer, so no one gets a chance to buy it, and then they slap it directly on eBay. But uh, the cool thing is that uh, a good Samaritan somewhere on Reddit decided to make his own bot and slap it on eBay and use it to place hundreds of bids on each graphic card um, uh, auction. So it costs thousands of dollars, so no one can really afford it. That way, it forces people to hold off, and it forces scalper scalpers to not make money either. Uh-huh. The so, hero we don't deserve. Which yeah. I was gonna say, it is kind of like vigilante justice because technically, it's probably not a, a you know allowed on eBay for you to yeah. run bots that yeah. are like uh-huh. maliciously running up bids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but in this I, case, it's not malicious. In this yeah. case, yeah, it's vigilante. Yeah, it's yeah, like it's they're, they're going to hit with the same thing that they did. And it's just that's like, a, yeah, fuck you guys. That's a question about eBay because I never really use it. Is it is the scalping really – are the bot, uh, bot scalpers really that bad in eBay where, like, things end up there so quickly just because scalpers are using bots to sell things and just, like, yes. own the market? I think it's like one of the worst areas for it, even though like eBay's safe to an extent, it also yeah. has like some scummy areas. Well, it's the closest thing Amazon. between mixing black market and yeah. the normal commerce on the internet. Yeah. And like, like this is have the same problems too. Yeah, true. I was gonna say this is a tale as old as time. Like this happened with the PlayStation Three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, true. And you can go back farther and it probably happened with some thing that came out in the 80s you know what i mean yeah. like it's just it, easier like now. when there's a limited quantity of something and somebody has the means to purchase a large amount of them they're gonna do it and try to game the system yeah well, and i'm wondering how they could fix that too because like honestly the the people that are making these i wonder if they're using vpns or what but like if they see an ip constantly pinging purchases I think after, and this is something I was thinking about, because I know that smaller retailers probably buy it from bigger retailers as well and sell stuff, but, like, I'm assuming for, like, the NVIDIA cards, they maybe buy 10, right, Uh, to sell at a time, whereas these bots are buying 100. So I'm wondering if, like, after a certain quantity, you get locked in, because I think, is there, like, a no return policy once they buy these? I don't think so. So if like people don't buy them, they can just like cancel the order and like be on with their lives. I think once it gets past a certain quantity, you're locked into that and it ties up their funds. That would be a smart way to like deal with that problem. And it's just like, okay, well you're paying us no matter what and you're going to get your product, but then you're stuck with them afterwards. Like a no return policy at the supermarkets. That's how they solve the toilet paper problem. uh, And then that's through scalpers. That's, that's my question is like, well, is it worth, retailers to care like yeah because honestly yeah. it's like a, their money. it's out of sight out of mind they made their money just kicking the kicking the thing down the buck the bucket yeah. down the road or the can down the road and so then maybe... actually good well i was gonna say i'm gonna go ahead and bring in and we're gonna infuse part of the next topic with the ps5 showcase right where they 
put up the pre-orders for the PS5, and those also got sold out, right? Um, but Sony has put out a statement that uh, is basically like, sorry, uh, we're going to try to make it easier and better the rollout better and prevent this. And also part of the issue, not to go into it too deeply, but with the PlayStation, they were really inconsistent about what time pre-orders went live and they let the, all the retailers handle it on their own. So there was no consistent, you know, message right. about when it was going to go live. And, unlike and the announcement the was stuff. only a Twitter, Twitter announcement. Yeah, yeah. But to get back to my point and to Garrick's point, right? Sony has already put out a statement and uh, I saw somebody on Reddit uh, t talking about it. They brought up a good point of like Sony makes most of their money on software, right? And the, the companies selling graphics cards have made their money on their graphics card. Yeah. They're done, right? The item is out the door. They've made their money. They don't care anymore. Right. Whereas Sony, they need to get these platforms into consumer hands at a reasonable price. So they start buying software. Right. Yeah. So there's like different motivations. Mm -hmm. And that is influencing the response that we're seeing in that the two sense. different cases. Yeah, that makes right? a lot of sense. Actually. Um, I'm not sure how bad the scalping is in the PlayStation 5 situation, because I haven't really seen any articles or anything about it. And uh, most of the kind of like hubbub about that seems to just be the inconsistency as to the rollout and people not knowing when they can get it um but to go back to the um like scalping thing that's a tough one right like yeah. how do you deal with it um i thought about uh i had an idea for the playstation where potentially uh you could only make a PlayStation 5. And it, again, this is done. It depends on how it's done through like retailers, right? Because like, obviously this idea doesn't work unless you're buying directly through PlayStation. But you have to log into your PSN account and you get a pre-order and it's only one per PSN account. Yeah, and you have to have a play, a PlayStation Plus subscription, a current PlayStation Plus subscription, to make the pre-order. That would make sense. And it's like and if you... that, that way, it's both giving it to the like, you know, regular players, right? Your consumers who are likely going to pick up the console to make a bunch of purchases on it, while also gatekeeping, pot potentially gatekeeping, right? I'm not saying that's in not possible for somebody to make a bot that just makes a bunch of PSN profiles and buys or like somehow starts like one month trial or, you know, you, I could see a way somebody could get around it. It slows the process but, though. And it makes it less accessible exactly. to everybody. You know, you have, instead of having hundreds of people doing it, you'll have like a dozen or so that are willing to go through that coding process. So it's just, some sort of like entry barrier entry to being scummy um i just i don't understand that logic like it, the same thing happens in retail stores people go in and buy stuff for dirt cheap and resell it for higher uh whenever there's sales and it's just like just just work a normal job 
Like, why do you have to rip people off? I don't. I don't get it. It I mean, it irritates me thinking about it. Yeah, I mean it's business too. It's because like nine, it's the same thing with 99 cent store stuff. That's literally what they're doing. Is they're buying stuff from China that's sold for even cheaper in bulk because you know and reselling it to us. That it's cheap, but it's it's super cheap for them to buy it. Right. It's, yeah. It's kind of the same. Concept. I mean, so I I, I get that as well, I mean, but it's Ellie. a brick and mortar that's paying a business license to do that. Yeah. And it's like I, there, then you go into the whole argument, blah blah blah, business versus individuals. But like the way that it's being done is scummy, very oh, yeah. scummy. Whereas like we all know we're going into a store and they paid dimes for what we're paying, you know, two, three dollars for, five, ten, whatever. We're aware of that because like yeah. they have to make money. But these are individuals that are just going out and screwing over people because they're they're desperate. Like someone really wants that PlayStation Five and they're willing to pay over a thousand dollars for it. I, and I think that's almost as bad because they're dumb enough to fall for that. No offense to the people that really want them that badly. Or I mean, if you have the money, I mean, go so for it. Yeah, money. Uh, if so you don't give good. a shit and you can drop two thousand like that, go for it, man. But the people that don't, and that's their, like, they've been looking forward to this for years, and they're giving up a lot in order to be able to do this, that's fucked up. I don't know. It's a touchy subject for me. I don't like, I don't like the idea of it at all. I don't know. I'm a little indifferent towards it, because it's like, just wait, man. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, you didn't get the first set of pre-orders. It's not like... There's not gonna ever be enough PlayStation Fives for you to buy, yeah. And like, and maybe it's kind of like, you know, with the perspective of the world around us right now, where it's like, hey man, maybe getting a PS Five on day one is not the biggest concern in the world, or it shouldn't be the biggest concern in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, but I mean, like the not some... the end of the world. Just wait until there's more consistent amounts on the shelves and you can get yourself one. Right. And I agree with that a thousand percent, but sometimes like that's because like people that are super busy and maybe they're working all the time and that's their only refuge is their PlayStation or their Xbox or their PC. I but get like it. Their PlayStation extent. four is still going to be there. Like it is just because the PlayStation five came out. doesn't mean that there's not good experiences to be had on the console. You already have. Right. No. Right. And I kind of hate this notion that the second the new console comes out, the previous iteration becomes entirely obsolete. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. Because it's not the case for a lot of people, especially low income people. Right. No, I, I trust me. I'm totally on board with you. I'm not buying a PlayStation 5 when it comes out, period. I might not even get one at all. I don't know yet. But I'm just playing devil's advocate for the people that like are in that mindset like this is their lives they wouldn't they want that new thing because that's all they ever get for themselves is that new item that comes out like i know i i've known people that literally just buy the new console with some games and that's all they buy that's their leisure money and it's very little of it but you know this takes away from them and it, it, it doesn't need to there shouldn't be this problem but once again, there is, and I guess that's reality of the situation. Yeah. Well, the problem, the, the, the reason why there is a problem, this problem at least, is because people because of those people. Yeah. Buy, you know, pay for it for you know, 
three, four, five times the price of it. You know, if everybody would just stand their ground yeah. and not pay what it's not worth, right? Then we wouldn't have this issue. But the right. fact that scalpers yeah. are able to market up three times and make and sell them, there's you know. always gonna be oh, yeah, there's, someone looking for something. There's two two sides to every coin. So I agree with that. Yeah. I mean it's the same concept, like scalpers aside, it's just we've had the same conversation with like the crappy job that EA has done with pub their game games that they've published, like the control that they put in, but everybody complains about it, but no one's doing anything about it because they still want to buy the games. So every like it just goes around full circle. <laughs> Nothing's gonna change. Yeah. Bless you. The problem so. with EA is they have such a, a wide range that and they they get themselves into everything. Like we're big proponents of Game Pass here. Um, yeah. and we all have it and it's a fantastic thing. It's nice and it's it's good for a lot of different people. But then EA slipped into it and now the price on the beta or the beta's ending for um the game pass on the PC and it's going up to nine ninety nine a month. But the caveat is you're going to be having EA play in the next couple months paired with that, which is a $5 value. You're essentially getting it. Oh, wow. You're paying for that and then still paying the $5 for Microsoft, however you want to look at it. But mm -hmm. that's slipping them into that economy now. And it's like now yeah. that's helping I them. Mean <laughs> you know, not, not to, yeah. I don't like, I don't want to talk too much about EA cause we always do, but so doubling back that thought that PDS made because EA is everywhere. So are scalpers that like what they're offering to everyone. Like there's always something for someone that needs something. If right. that makes sense. So scalpers will always be around because someone is always desperate enough to pay the premium price. Scalpers and, are like the drug dealers of the the merchandising world, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, it, it's it's very the, scummy, I mean, but there's I a mean, business. It's a business. business to it. uh, uh, you know, so. That's what it feels like. It's you just, get that person that has like the itch, and they're like trying. They had like ticks and stuff, and like, do you have the stuff, man? You know. It's, I mean, think it's of it kinda, as a convenience fee, pretty much. You know, it's like it also seems like weird when it comes to like pre-orders for stuff like this right because it's like unlike okay let's say like a concert ticket right kanye west is coming to whatever the hell amphitheater in your hometown right yeah. and tickets are sold out right this is your one chance to ever see kanye west live because he's never going to come to your podunk town ever again yeah. right so you're desperate to get these tickets which make the value go up for scalpers, right? There's going to be more NVIDIA 30 series cards. Oh, for sure. They're going to make more and they're going to come out probably pretty soon, yeah. right? So it's like the idea like that people, basically where I'm coming from is why? Why? Why are you even desperate? I'm going to even yeah. argue the fact that the 30 series isn't even in like ready for we're not ready for it yet there's nothing that needs that power right now the next but generation I, of games yes but like there's no you'll be it is a very good value the 30 series is an incredible value oh, yeah. it's better than the 20 series cards and cheaper and that's fine 
But they're like, if you already have specifically the people that already have the twenty series, why are you killing yourself to get a thirty series when there's not going to be a game out for at least a year that necessarily even touches the power that that thing has? Crisis. Crisis. You know, and those people are going to be paying these scalpers the stupid amounts of money that they want. They don't need it. I don't know. It just makes no sense to me. Do not need it right now. The 20 series are perfectly fine and they're getting cheaper. I don't know. Once again, touchy subject for me. It irritates me. All right. Well, let's finish our discussion about scalpers. Unless anybody has anything else to say. Stop it. And move on to the price of these PlayStation oh, wow. consoles. Uh, we got three ninety nine for the no disk drive model, four ninety nine for the one with a disk drive. Okay, okay. Who thought um, of the word disk full? I put that on. Okay, I like that. I like diskless and disk full. Yeah, What's funny is that people are always have trouble like. When you hear it on announcements or something, or like, well, how do you videos, refer to like, it? Yeah. So there's one that's discless, and there's the, one that's the um, that has discs or um, some <laughs> discless made uh, full. A Blu-ray disc drive. I feel like disc full <laughs> needs to be a word and yeah. is put into the dictionary. But that's yeah, especially anyway. in a day and age when there's like no headphone jack or no disc. Oh yeah. Thing. Jackful, like Jackful, <laughs> Jackless, yeah. full yes. of Jack. We need more Jackless of that. Anyhow, thank you for that laugh, though. <laughs> Two points I want to bring up about this. First one, price. Uh, the top end is the same price as the Xbox Series X. That's the low end. Correct. Uh, the discless model. I'm sorry. What? That it's the low end of the Xbox. No, oh, it's the high. So the Xbox SKUs are four ninety nine and two ninety nine. I'm pretty sure. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, uh, because the the model somebody fact check that for me while I'm talking, but um, the right Model now. S is significantly weaker. Like it doesn't run games at four K and stuff like that. Um, so it's significantly cheaper. Two ninety nine. Um, you're correct. Whereas, like, two ninety nine. Yeah. So the whereas, like, with the PlayStation here, the disc drive lacking model is uh, still a PlayStation Five, right? The discless model is still a PlayStation Five, <laughs> right. right? Which means that a hundred dollars for a blue Blu Ray disc drive. Way. Well, and it's exactly what Does I said that... they were going to possibly do: is stick it be right between the price right. range. Yeah. Well, but. Still, doesn't that seem like a bit much for drive? Oh, it's it's very stupid. Yeah, I think it's just like an, a free money grab. Like I don't know right. how, how much are disc well, drives by themselves. Like uh, Blu-ray, Blu-ray probably sixty, seventy bucks. So it's it's there. I mean, I'm not saying. That oh, really? Are they warranted. that expensive? Yeah, I'll look right now and tell you. But they're up. I was thinking they're in like the forty dollar range. But no, I might be wrong. That's Still, they're getting player. them for cheaper because they're oh, getting OEMs. Uh, oh yeah. So. Oh yeah. But um, to add, um, I think this is a great move for the place that, for Sony to do two skews because the 399 disc less version is uh in the perfect price point to compete with the 
the Switch, the Nintendo Switch. The Switch. So, because so for, for the most part, Nintendo hasn't really had too much competition in the way of that price point. So a Sony uh, Blu-ray player is averaging around $70, $80. So if oh you think God. about okay. the software to be able okay. to like play games my that they incorporate, that makes sense. So I am on board with that $100 price range. Doesn't mean sure. I will pay it. <laughs> but that goes back to the idea of like you – you won't be able to play any of your PS4 games that you have on disc then. But I have the PlayStation. Because you didn't get one with still. the disc drive. Like if I, if you keep your old consoles, right. that's not even a concern. Right. But a lot but of I mean, can't do that. Like, like the yeah, console. and like even even me, I'm probably not gonna get rid of my PS4 whenever I get a PS5. But I don't have like room on my desk for it. You know what I mean? Like it's gonna get put away somewhere. Right. So. You know, um, and I'm, a, like, I'm a collector, so I like I keep it all. And then if I want to play an old game, I'll just bring it out. That's how I am. Like, I just right. Put I suppose it depends on how way. how often you're playing PS4 games. That's right? true. Like I play uh, Bloodborne constantly. Right. And it may be a bad example because I have Bloodborne on digital now, but I had it on disc at one point. And if I still only had it on disc, then it would be annoying to have to drag my PlayStation 4 out every time I wanted to play Bloodborne. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think the person that's like selling their plate, their old PlayStation, the new one, also probably doesn't care for the old games and just want to play new games too. Yeah, that's like another point, right? Is like how how many old games are people actually going to be playing? And I wonder if they have like stats somewhere that show like i wonder how many people play a majority of their games digital nowadays mm-hmm. anyway right like as a, as a pc player it's like 100 you know right on pc you haven't and even you haven't even really been able to get a physical pc game yeah. for like a decade mm-hmm. right like i think the last physical copy of a pc game i got was like guild wars 2 and they came out in 2011 i think yeah um, it's been a long or maybe time. diablo in 2012 I think um, you can only get them if they're like a low-end crap-tastic game that you get at like Office Depot or something. <laughs> it's true. Like legit going into Office Depot, you see all these like really low-tier like Mavis Beacon games. <gasps> Mavis Beacon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still around. It's not great, but it's still around. <laughs> you can get free games that do the same exact thing on uh, just going online. But anyhow, um, I don't know. I'm indifferent towards it because, like, I don't need the disc option. Like I said, I have the, I keep the old consoles, but for anybody that wants to do the backwards compatibility, it's a good value. So it's like it's on par. It makes sense, and you get a Blu-ray player out of it. So, and if you're the type of person that's like, oh, I just like my room being clean and having all my consoles plugged in, and you're pl- and maybe you're pl- trading in your old PlayStation Four to get this, go for it. It's you're not getting gouged by any means. I think PlayStation is very fair with their pricing on this. All right. Well, are you a I wizard? It's all Joey. Am I a wizard? I, think I don't so. know. I don't think I can handle Joey. being a wizard. Have you seen that forest with all those spiders? 
Oh yeah, that's true. Well, just don't go to the yeah. forest, man. Yeah. Just also, you got spells. Nah. You have mm -hmm. spells to deal with that. You can like uh, you still have to look yeah. at the spider to cast your spell at said spider. No, you could put an arachno shield around you, man. It's not gonna stop you from seeing the spider. Just no, giant, giant spider spray. No, you go it's to like, uh, spiders are like an eldritch horror that if I see, my mind just can't comprehend. You go to Fred go and George's crazy. store, and then you get the uh, the the glasses that they sell that change. Uh, you just you, you you put a spell on them to change spiders into giant uh, bunny rabbits. Yeah, you put arachnophobic mode mode on. But uh, <laughs> sorry. How would they even do in a life? I don't know. That game. I just I had to. I had anyway, to make the point. We're talking, of course, oh, about Hogwarts Legacy. Wow. Uh, the new open world action RPG <gasps> that's been announced for uh, current gen Everything. and next gen Everything. and PC coming out in 2021. This got like leaked a long time ago. Yep. I don't know if any if you guys remember this, but like somebody leaked. I don't remember where it was leaked even, but they were like, the story was like, hey, I was at the mall or something, and a WB rep was like, hey, we're doing a focus test. Do you want to come look at this game or whatever? Here, sign this NDA. And, and they like wow. captured footage of it and stuff, <laughs> and like wow. leaked it on the internet. <laughs> Um, I don't know if that story is exactly true. right. Yeah, uh, all right. Well, that uh, yeah, I know some random guy in the mall wouldn't be wouldn't be yeah. beholden to an NDA. You made him sign weird, right? Yeah. Um, again, like I said, I'm not entirely sure that story is exactly correct because I'm just like remembering it from when I saw that leak forever ago. But anyway, this is that game. Um, oh, wow. Open world action RPG um, set in the 1800s uh in the like harry potter universe uh it, i don't it looks nice it looks yeah it looks, it looks pretty it looks beautiful it i think in this case it's gonna really depend on how it play because there's a lot yeah. a lot of direction the harry potter game can go in gameplay and well i think we need to see like hard gameplay to really yeah. know whether or not this is going to be cool yeah because this could be like, all just straight up cinematic or i mean it could be rendered in engine but and yeah. i think it well, is it could be their shitty mobile version that they made like a, a year ago or something like right that. just like i feel yeah, like so. harry potter's always been that like bait and switch type of situation it's like they'll they'll do a good job with cutscenes, but then the end game is like it tears and it looks horrible and it's just like, uh, I mean, yeah. I'm not saying I'm it's the worst just, out there, but it's not yeah, the greatest. Yeah, because I'm a huge fan of, like, the Harry Potter series. And as a yeah. kid, like, playing the first two or three Harry Potter games, they, they were the best games, but they were, like, really well done like, for a kid's game. So it's like, mm -hmm. and that's always been my dream. Like, dream game was to be, like, just a normal student. Not Harry Potter, just a normal I student. I can be a wizard, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, you become a wizard and do the classes and stuff. I, that's what I've always wanted in a Harry Potter game. And I agree with you, because I'm not a big Harry Potter fan, but I would love to be more immersed into the world and, yeah. and the universe of Harry Potter. Yeah. So I think if they, I hope they do this right, because if it looks nice enough, I, I'll definitely invest in it if I get the PS5. Yeah. It's on all three consoles. 
It'll be oh, everywhere. All the yeah, yeah, just yeah, play it on, on PC if you want. Just do the PS5. Uh, oh, okay, okay. It's like, if if the game had you like go to classes, like I kind of want that. It's like it's just a boring, not boring, but it's like boring in the sense of you know. It's like I a feel like kind of thing. I you can imagine class, you geeking spells. out, like going yeah, to I would love to that. Uh, Universal Studios when they reopen and grabbing uh, a Hogwarts robe and then oh, like yeah, dude, yeah, sitting like, there with glasses <laughs> yeah. and everything, just like oh, Harry like Potter. Immersion. Yeah, the Hogwarts land in, in Universal Studios. Like I, I geeked out. I was like, holy crap, this is. Yeah, fun. I did too like, the first time I went there. Like your childhood, like, right yeah. there. Yeah, you're reliving your childhood dream. Yeah, it's like, uh, I, don't want, I don't want to be a Harry Potter, like, the chosen so, one. I just want to be living in the universe. So they need to add VR so oh, they can dude. they can do the spell. <laughs> they so, they have to yell yeah. out the spells yeah. and actually do the the wand movements. Yeah. <laughs> did Did you guys ever play the the Harry Potter game on the PC? No. Uh, Is it the one that you were talking about? One. The first one. Yeah. Okay. You remember how when you went to class to learn your spells, you had to like trace the spells out yes, with the mouse yes. that was like the dopest thing I to like it. seven-year-old me. <laughs> yep it was and and i and i think like the fifth and on they turn it into like a pew pew shooter it's like with no like, yeah they oh, totally do it's so dumb that's like, sad did did any of you guys ever play the game boy version no, no. of, the, of the, the first movies no how, book how was that? whatever you want to call it uh, it was a turn-based yeah. rpg oh and it's awesome I think oh, I remember yeah. that one. Well, it's like yeah. super cool. I remember they every every console, every different console version of the games were completely different. Because I I was on the PC and I went to a friend's house to play Harry Potter on I think it's PlayStation and it was a completely different experience. Oh yeah, that weird. that was weird. It's I think it's just like they were trying to match it to the console and like the right, gamer base or something. On, on, yeah, you can't trace like the spells on. on the right, console. like they you would use the sticks instead, which was horrible, by the way. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I remember when they came out with the DS version that it was like meant to huh. be, yeah. uh, cause like you could actually draw on the lower screen. Right. It was fantastic. I don't know. I've never been a big fan of the Harry Potter games though. Oddly enough. Um, I don't like the stealth aspects to it. It felt, felt like they were trying to shoehorn in a Splinter Cell game into Harry Potter. Maybe well, yeah, that's the thing is, but towards the like middle to end of them, they kind of became like third person stealth faction games. Well, no, but this was a like, Chamber of Secrets game, the second one that they had released. You know, like they still had some stealth in it. Like you'd sneak around stealth. the library and everything. Yeah, and I was not I, a fan. I remember of that. that being like an action puzzle game. Yeah. Uh, stealth, most portions of it. Was sneaking to Slytherin's common room with the polygons. There's a few times that you did it. Those are there's just I did not like those, but it wasn't none of them were bad. They're they're mediocre games, just not for me, I guess. Well, they're like movie games, right? And like typically, their movie games are produced quickly, and you know with the movie in mind right so they tend not to be that great right but i think harry potter was one of the few exceptions to that though i think they're actually like it's a legitimate game if if this the book and the movies didn't exist it still would be a decent game um but the thing that actually sold it was obviously the name oh yeah oh yeah so yeah we'll have to see more of this oh, yeah. Harry Potter game. 
because yeah i mean the trailer's cool or whatever but like again when it comes to trailers that are just kind of yeah. rendered in engine you know, i mean even some of the trailer were, were kind, deceiving. Of, kind of stuttery it's like is that just like bad in-game rendering or what's going on like there? dying yeah so are you excited for the next one joey yes the next thing we're going to talk about is the Demon Souls remake, remaster, whatever you want to call it. I'm not sure what they're calling it officially. Wow. Um, but it's really more of a remake than a remaster. Uh, anyway, they finally showed gameplay for it during the PlayStation 5 showcase. This one is a PlayStation 5 exclusive. It will not be on anything else. Oh, awkward. Um, no PC, no other consoles. Um, and yeah, there's kind of hubbub about that because I guess at the end of the trailer, the wording was kind of confusing and a lot of people thought it was coming to PC and they had to come out and make a statement that was like, no, 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 PlayStation 5 only. Gotta buy a PlayStation 5 if you want to play this thing. Um, All the rhetoric that but... I'm seeing is saying remake, but okay. that's third party like everybody like playstation specifically is just calling it demon souls so i think they're gonna probably label it like demon souls 2020 or 2021 whatever year it's coming out yeah anyway uh you can go watch gameplay for that they show a pretty lengthy gameplay segment um yeah i was gonna ask you looks really I've, pretty yeah i've never played very beautiful too souls. But I I also have actually never played Demon Souls. Oh really? Okay. I've seen some footage, yeah. but I feel a like a lot of people this... haven't played Demon Souls. Oh really? Okay. Because I feel like yeah. this footage like it looks much more fluid. Looks because the footage I've seen from the old Demon Souls, the original, it's very janky. The animation yeah. is very janky. Like I know the combat seems very sluggish, but this looks very smooth. Yeah, it is looks like Blue Point. Yeah, it looks like Bluepoint put a lot of work into improving the camera and the animations to make those feel a lot smoother. Um, because, yeah, like the original Demon Souls is really janky in yeah, the animation for a front. Lot of the, the Souls game, um, like the, what's the other one? The, uh, Dark Souls, I think? Yeah, Even Dark those Souls. Those games turned me off just because of how janky the animations were. Yeah. It's just, like, this looks yeah. smooth. I'm like, wow. I, I, I'm more distracted by how beautiful it looks because, yeah, like, pretty. midway through when he's fighting through a corridor, the lighting is like reflecting off of his armor and onto the wall. So every time he moves, the lighting like shifts nice. very subtly. It's it's yeah. it's so beautiful. All I the Souls it. games are striking. They really are. Like, uh, I feel like they're the epitome of what like PlayStation has to offer as far as aesthetics go, and like yeah, the world movie. the yeah. world building is fantastic too i'm not a huge souls fan i played bloodborne a little bit and it infuriated me to the maximum extent but i i even had to admit that like it you were stepping into a different universe when you played that game so i wanted to bounce off of this because yeah it looks pretty and all of that but with it being a remake, I wanted to ask, where do you guys think the line should be drawn when it comes to taking creative liberties about changing things? So right? instead of it being um, a remake, is it? Well, like a direct, direct remake in terms of like 
So I'm going to bring up some some reference or some points here directly with Dark or Demon Souls. Uh, a, it looks like there might be some new areas, like they've added additional areas to existing maps. There's also the potential that they're going to finish an area that got cut from the original game. I like that. And then design-wise, aesthetically, there's been a lot of changes in terms of lighting and coloring. And more specifically with, like, enemy models, there's been some enemy models that have been changed thematically right so we're talking like changing something from a uh fleshy amalgamation of body parts to a stone monster oh that's same shape right same design technically but different thematically right and this has created a lot of issue with a lot of people because they're like what are you doing you're like the game had a tone and now by like changing these aesthetics, you're changing the tone. Right. What do you guys think about that? Do you think that's okay for a studio to do? Especially if it's a studio that's not the original studio who made oh, the game. Oh, no, it's being see, weird. that makes a difference. Well, I mean, it's like technically it's weird, right? Because yeah. this isn't being done by FromSoft, but it's being published through, uh, um, what is it, Team Japan or whatever? The, the original um, publishers. Right. Yeah, the like Sony team, okay. right? That developed the original game with FromSoft. That's tough, right? and because... it's also being done through Bluepoint, who made like, um, which Bluepoint does great work, right? They made the uh, Shadow of the Colossus remake, um, and I th- I think they've been working on this since they put that out. And they did uh, a really good job with that. I can like one hundred percent say because I played it. I think I played it twice after. And I played the original one two or three times too. Um, it, yeah, I it, they the, there's two sides to that. You can argue that it's a new studio that wants to put their vision and feel into the game to give you a, a different um, world, or you can argue they shouldn't change the rhetoric from the original and they're only there to remake the game and, and make it look prettier and the glory that initially was i think it's cool to see another it's like taking someone's art and putting your spin on it and i think it's cool that they did that but it it has to be done right and tastefully whereas like you can't take something that everyone loved and thought was cool like you said it was fleshy creature and everyone obviously thought that was an awesome concept and then change it into something that everyone hates you you got to do the research if you're going to do that especially if you're a fanboy of the situation and be like okay everyone loved this boss let's just make it look gorgeous but everyone hated this one what could we do to make this better that's where you have to draw that line and make sure that you're doing it to the scale of what a person that like yourself if you're a fan would want so i don't know that's my perspective of it but you have to do the research 1000 percent. and the thing with that enemy specifically is it's not necessarily like a good or bad or like a better or worse it's 
about the tonal change, right? The yeah. thematic change. Cause a lot of, and it's kind of hard to articulate if you not a person who's played a bunch of these games before. Right. But a lot of what makes the like world special is the amount of detail that goes into the world building. Oh no, I kind of right? get what you're saying. That's like, like basically taking Charmander from Pokemon and making him a grass type. It's like, it doesn't make sense. Well, no, it's more like um, you walk into a hospital where they're like, in the original, they did this like thing. And then now in this one, they do a different thing. It's like you're altering the story. Okay. I guess I can that. Because like a lot of the story in these games is the like world. It's the things that you see. It's the enemies you encounter. And it's the descriptions on the items that you get. Right. And by like changing the designs so like vastly changes the tone of the area potentially and we haven't seen enough of it um to really know exactly well it's, it's but, one boss so far like no it's not a boss it's a it's just a random enemy oh Wait, I th I think, that's um, a different story i think that's kind of yeah. weird to fight it's not for the that. same it's not the same game, but, but that's the thing is it's hard so you don't understand because right. you did, haven't played these games right I so think, like yeah. just changing a random enemy into a stone thing instead seems innocuous on the surface yeah but in reality it's tonally and thematically changing the story of the area potentially yeah and changing the story of the game yeah that's what i kind of think that 343 did with halo with the forerunners architecture and artwork i can get on is, board with that yeah is, that's my biggest complaint about 343's like artwork with the forerunners like bungie made it really like ancient but also advanced where 343 made it look all neon Just and chrome like, super and super ridiculous. chrome super futuristic where it's like that doesn't feel like what it are. lost its character yeah. right and it that's... became like crazy site yeah. like super future tech whereas yeah, like, like i don't like that that's not it's how supposed the to tone be like of the originals Aztec. was like yes exactly. it was like ancient future yeah. right and so that's that lends to my point if you're going to make a change do the research to figure out in what way you can make that change still lend itself to the original um you have to in a lot of ways or if you're going to make like i said if you're going to make a change it has to it has to be for the better of the community i don't know i feel like you have to have at least one person that's sitting there that loved the original so much that they have to be able to pass the judgment and say that i agree with it and i know everyone's taste is different but generally speaking if you get a super fanboy they're more than likely going to go with the community's thought possible I, I don't know i'm talking on my ass at this point but that's what it feels like you have to have people that are sitting there giving you that judgment too just not a studio they're like oh yeah that looks cool because what is that lending to the game other than it looks pretty well, it's probably like the against like the new company right so it's probably just like their art direction it's like oh no we think this is a better yeah that, that's what i'm saying you have to have someone that's sitting there like that's not true to the original like th <laughs> yeah. thank you thank you we appreciate your feedback you're annoying as hell but we appreciate your feedback mm -hmm. yeah personally for me 
in terms of new areas, I'm kind of fine with new areas. You're adding games to yeah, old You're game. adding, it's fine. Levels. Right? So uh, when it comes to like designs of things, I want things to be one to one. Mm -hmm. I want you to make a like a new version of the old thing. Right. So a right. smarter right. thing for them to because... do is keep that original creature and then put that new creature that they made into the Level. new area they made. Why would they not yeah. do yeah. that? Because personally. I really think it's cool to see the old things re like reimagined as closely as possible yeah. in a new engine. And I think doing a new design is kind of boring because you can, it's easy to do a new design, but like to try to replicate the original one for one, I think is more interesting. Yeah. Cause then at that when point, it, when we're create, talking about a remake, make it right work in your engine rather than just, like oh it didn't work let's just make it make whatever we have to do work now if it's like a sequel and you're encountering the same enemies make them different because in that case i want to see where we've gone like right? how they evolved like, or stuff like build that. on the world by how these enemies have changed don't just give me the same things again okay that makes but sense. if it's like literally a remake i want a remake in terms of like design, right? I can get on art that. direction and character design and stuff like that. Okay, we're gonna move on to the final thing from the PS5 showcase that we're oh, gonna wow. talk about because there were some other things like they showed the Spider Man Miles Morales. Oh, why didn't we talk about that? Looks can we touch on that? I don't know, man. Like, it looks comment. good. Oh, it touchy. looks good. I have one comment. Go for it. All right. But, we'll you know, fit in all there. those superhero things are like pretty much pre like determined like rescue this person because it's pretty much it's like pretty much you're playing a movie, right? When can they have a superhero movie where you just kind of do you kind of just wing it like you have different um, ways of saving people, you know? Oh, like, you don't have to yeah. do the button mashing. It's like what if I don't want to, you know? spider web the bridge together but i want to like individually i don't know slingshot you're not getting pulled yeah. oh. in there. you're you know choosing I mean? yeah. different it's like, i don't get to choose how to rescue yeah. these people and open it it's like you mean like like hitman but for yeah spider. it's like breath yeah, of the wild people. yeah but rescuing people you know it's like i'm seeing it, it looks really cool that the game looks really cool but it's like i kind of wish i could be spider-man and choose how i want that'd be kind of yeah that'd be interesting yeah. that would almost be like one of those books the adventure books it's like turn to page yeah. 72 to see how this turns out yeah and like that's kind of part of the reason i put it on here is because it's pretty spider-man you know what I mean? I just gotta like, say, like, I like really... the character, the way that they yeah. went with. Yeah, Miles. the character. That's the thing I'll say is like the 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 story in this Spider-Man series, the like Sony PlayStation Spider-Man franchise, is fantastic. Yeah, like I think that the the uh, Spider-Man PS4 is my favorite iteration of Spider, like Peter Parker and all of those characters in general of like any of the like other games or movies or you know tv series or any of the comics i've read um well they even and i want to see more in that universe well to even go but further at the end of the day it's more spider-man right that's true but to even go further i think miles is a much more interesting character than peter 
in general. Like, yeah. I loved Into the Spider-Verse and just oh, sitting there seeing them side by side and you're like, God, Peter, like, you're just you're just a, a random smart kid. I really don't give a shit about you. <laughs> like, well, I, I don't know. They told a really compelling story in the first one about his, like, difficulties to juggle the, like, yeah. different aspects of his life. And Spider-Man and I think Parker. it's just P- Peter Parker's been beat to the ground too much. It's like I'm so tired of that same origin story. So I guess a, I, I'm not shit. Well, that's why him. you don't get it in that game. No, I know. And that's I, why he, he's like 25 or something in that game. Right. And I'm, well, no, I'm just trying to say like to redeem because like I love Spider-Man. Don't get me wrong. He is one of my favorite heroes. I'm shitting on Peter Parker because I'm just tired of them rebooting oh, it. So I'm happy to see Miles yeah. being um portrayed more and like hopefully they don't crap all over that and they move on to Gwyn on the next like uh, you know in the next few years because i'd love to see uh Gwen more elaborated out too cause she, i think she's a really compelling and interesting character but anyhow move back on to the next one i just i i loved yeah, the trailer yeah. it was fantastic yeah it's good yeah i want to do two new hero stuff okay Garrick, do you want to say anything about Spider-Man before I move on to Final Fantasy? Um, not really. I have I'm not really like big on uh, on uh, on that. Uh, I mean, as far as like like the game, I I've haven't the like open world Spider-Man. Yeah, like well, so I can't really comment on it on it too much. But I played it like in the PS2, I believe era. So I played it a couple times, but. I haven't really came back to it, so we'll we'll see how it goes. No, no big comments on the upcoming one. Okay, but We're but I love Bo- Miles yep. Morales though. I love the character, so that's that's all I want to say. Yeah, and it's it's cool that the follow up is like highlighting him as a character. Yeah, so cool. Rather than just doing Peter again. Peter. I'm. Parker. They're doing a, a into the Spider Verse too, right? Yeah, yeah. Can't wait for that. I know. I can't wait. To the wonderful okay. world of fantasy. Okay. Wonderful, wonderful world of fantasy. Final Fantasy sixteen. Wow. Awakening trailer. That's what it's called. <laughs> I don't think the game's oh, not called wow. Final Fantasy sixteen Awakening. Up. This is just called the Awakening trailer. I did kind of fall asleep during um, the trailer too. Oh really? Awkward. It. Uh, that does the fantasy. opposite of what it's trying uh, to tell you yeah. to do. Uh, it looks like it's going back to more of a, like, swords and, like, you know, medieval type of aesthetic from uh, Final Fantasy XV's boy band with guns in their hot rod. <laughs> Wait, was that really? Uh, I mean, like, Sorry, I'm basically. I'm not familiar with the Final Fantasy stuff. <laughs> Uh yeah, like yeah, in Final Final Fantasy fifteen you play as a group of boys, uh, and they one of them's a prince, I think, and they have a cool car and you drive around the desert. Okay. That's that's all I know about Final Fantasy fifteen. But Final Fantasy (laughs) sixteen. Um Yeah. I don't know. It looks like it's it a it looks like it's primarily an action game. Yeah, it looks like it's taking yeah. like tone or like 
cues from Final Fantasy VII Remake, um, maybe even more on the action side. Um, like, it straight up looks like a character action game. Uh, and cutscene-wise, it looks like there's kind of a darker tone. Like, there's some some violence, nice, there's some blood in this violence. trailer. Yeah, the blood splat on the kid's face is like, whoa. Nice, classic. <clears throat> oh, yeah. And then he turns into a giant demon thing. So, what do you guys think? As people, I assume all of you guys, have not really been into the Final Fantasy series at all. Uh, no, not, not really. I've followed it for quite a while. Does this trailer do anything? Um, to an extent. Does it rip you in at all? I'm, Lasso you at the ankles? Does it engorge your loins? Oh. No. I oh. So, I played the original Final Fantasies. I played Tactics. I played 10. I played 10-2. Uh, I'm not... I, I played Lightning's Revenge, and I think I played um, 12, which I think maybe that was Lightning Revenge. Anyhow, I played quite a few of them. I, I enjoy Final Fantasy, what it is. I wouldn't, like, eventually tr I might try this. I didn't get into, like, the online stuff, um, but it's just it's Final, Fantasy, Final like Fantasy's old to me. Kind of thing? Like, is <clears throat> Because there's a lot I, of this, I mean, there's a lot of Final Fantasies apparently. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's a shit every time you see one, it's like there's you said the boy band one. There's like a futuristic one. There's like I, I'm pretty sure like, how, for the how, most what? part, what is it? they all exist in their yeah. own universes. Okay, so it's like kind of an anthology, so none of them really. Well, in different yeah. timelines, and they will too. periodically. Some of them are different timelines. Some of them take place in the same universe in different times. Because, like, if, if you look most at... Most of them are not even in the same universe. Right. Like, Crystal Chronicles has nothing to do with the original series whatsoever. As, and as, they as even zero. bring this up. It's kind of the point of World of Final Fantasy. Because the concept of that game is all of the characters are coming through the portal into, like, the universal portal from their universe into this universe. Okay. And yeah, I was wondering, it's like, so another Final Fantasy is announced. How many fantasies are the final ones? I, know. <laughs> I mean, look at it this way, too. Uh, Kingdom Hearts is a part of certain portions of the Final Fantasy realm. What <laughs> it is, yeah, because okay. they not make, really not necessarily. It's kind of like not, a spin off type thing, but like they it's more, intertwine it's, with each it's other. It's like what is kind of thing. It's more like Final Fantasy characters are characters in Kingdom Hearts, but okay. Kingdom Hearts characters aren't characters in Final Fantasy. Right. Okay. It's, so yeah, it's like a spin-off kind of like a Well, Kingdom a Hearts or Marvel Kingdom Hearts Capcom is thing. all about like crossovers, right? Uh it's Disney. Right. It's Disney owned, but, but like Square Enix made it for them so they shoehorned in some Final Fantasy characters. Okay. And the, uh, there's some of them are the main villains too. So Nice. Yeah, I mean I, to an extent, I'm like, oh, that's that's really cool. It looks nice, but it's it's Final Fantasy. Of course, it looks nice, and it's it's 16, and I know in Japan they're on like 20 or something. So, <laughs> there's nothing too much to cool, say. Cool creature design. Yeah, it's it's definitely a darker tone for the series, but I feel like Final Fantasy jumps between like super bright and cheery, like. Uh, the chorus game they had on the PS Vita and Crystal Chronicles all the way down to what? like huh? 10 yeah. and 7, which were pretty dark too. Um, yeah, like compare Crystal Chronicles re uh, remaster that just came out to like this. Oh yeah, like it's night and day, literally. 
and mm. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's Final Fantasy. Everyone everyone has a soft spot for Final Fantasy to one extent yeah. or another, and you get the hardcore fanboys. I sit somewhere in the middle. Apparently, because they have so many. So. Uh, yeah, I know. Well, it's their it's their cash cow, and it has been for a long time. Uh, they, and they're not gonna let. Do you guys it think? Do you guys think it's weird that this is coming out like now? What do you mean? Now instead of what, you what like. In the future, with, with like Final Fantasy VII not being done, the remake or the remaster, yeah, whatever you want to call it, um, yeah, no, no, because they like broke that up into different parts. Oh, no, and I mean no, it's weird. a it's just a new. Uh, I think they look at that as like, uh, um, something that's already been expressed and it's just like oh you can experience it again whereas this is like oh here's a whole new experience for you i i don't think it's that weird uh, if they were aiming to try to get like the whole story out at once then maybe but i don't know i don't have that connection with final fantasy anymore for some reason i wish that i did i wish that i was a hardcore about it but i i passively try one here and there every once in a while and uh i'm never disappointed it's just it's there it's just there it just never like blows you uh, out of your seat right and it's like never i, I can honestly off. say f the i think it was 13 or 2 12 or something like that whatever lightning's revenge was it could even been 14 was one of my favorite games that i've played rpg wise I wouldn't put it in my top 10 list. I wouldn't put it in my top 20 list, probably. Uh, if it's in my top 20, it's number 20. And it's just because there's nothing that blows my mind about it. I don't know. I'm desensitized to Final Fantasy. That's the easiest way for me to put it. Um, and I know... have you, you haven't played an extensive amount of Final Fantasy, right, Joey? No. I feel like I'm the only one no, that I... has played a decent amount of it. I tried different ones at different times and just couldn't get into them. Like I tried 10 and uh, at some point I got lost and kept hitting random encounters, like literally every five steps. I think so I got stuck there too. I, it was like one of the, it's like one of those situations where it's like, I'm getting random battles so frequently that I can't assess where I'm even at or where I need to go. Right. Because the constant random battles are like drawing my attention Jeez. away. So I just gave up on it. Right. And um, for me, I, I think I might pick games. up final fantasy seven at some point. You should. It, I like, so I rented these games from blockbuster when blockbuster was still around. I didn't finish all of them I, though. Like I said, lightning, uh, lightning's revenge. I can say I did finish because I actually bought that game and I owned it. Um, seven. I played a good, a, like a decent portion of it i don't remember it well because it's been so so long that i played it um and i i think on an older podcast i said that i didn't play it but i just like it's been it's so long well no it, it's been so long because like i thought back and i was watching some of the gameplay of it someone else playing it and i'm like i have played that before and, and i get like little flashes of this and that that i've seen in the past it's just I don't remember it. I don't remember it at all. I really don't. I just like every once in a great while I'll be like, Oh, that battle looks familiar. 
But anyhow. Cool. 16. Good for them. Good for them. Yeah, they're, they're still <laughs> Not much to add there for, from my end. <laughs> All right. We're going to move on to our last topic. And that topic is the Unity Software IPO. <gasps> wow. The Unity Software out here making big money public on the stock market. PJ, tell us all about it. Oh, I'm the one that put this here? When, uh, are you the one who put I assumed it, you put it here because you're business boy P, or PJ. I did not, oh, but yeah. I can tell you. PJ, when, that's what we're calling I mean, I, I skimmed the article really quick. <laughs> who put it on here? You put it on here, Derek? <laughs> I guess. Yes, but I like watching here. Okay, yes, I mean, I can, no, I can tell it, you. I read the article. No, go ahead. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Go ahead, PJ. So basically, Unity <laughs> shares went public and so the it's made their share prices go up by 44 percent initially they were trying to get the shares out at like 30 ish but they're actually at 75 which is pretty astounding Wait, for something that's just gone public oh i didn't know they went public damn it um okay, good to know, good to know. so i guess they're they did fall guys pokemon go or well the engine runs these games run on this oh, engine. On games, fall yeah. guys pokemon go call yeah. i mean it's unity if you haven't heard of unity and yeah. you're listening to us i think you're listening to the wrong podcast yeah and, Tons and, of stuff and a lot of indie unity. games use it too and a lot of big games like huge like the full spectrum of development uses this engine yeah, so this is a big deal yeah and film can film in, 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 in oh yes too yes exactly so that's the so, implications of this is going to be interesting right it's gonna let me also ask big money is everywhere. unity is unity going the same direction as like uh unreal in terms of their stuff for movies and television yeah it's uh yeah kind of yeah. what john what's an example of uh unity being used in uh, the Hollywood industry. Pretty much any of uh, Neil Blomkopf's uh, like short films that he's making, his independent films. Um, using that's the director VFX. Of, oh, that's right. Those District all do. Yeah. yeah, those are all, all um, Unity. District. Those are all yeah. dope as hell. If yeah. you haven't seen yeah. those, uh, I don't remember what the YouTube channel is. Um, uh, I might yeah, have to... Yeah, but I'm sure if you type in Neil Blomkamp, that's his name, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, With a K. Uh, if you type that up on YouTube, I'm sure you'll find it. But they yeah, have like shorts. Really, his stuff is very like uncomfortable, but it's interesting storytelling. I love when someone so. describes something as uncomfortable. Oh, I love being uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't. Sometimes it's it, it nice being very, uncomfortable. It is very unsettling. Like yeah, unsettling. Yeah, unsettling is better. You, you, you remember yeah, District yeah, Nine, right? You remember watching that's that. unsettling that's so like, i, I that, yeah, that's the difference yeah. unsettling is something that can like unrest you and bring emotion to you on yeah and make you uncomfortable uncomfortable no because uncomfortable is it like watching someone do something on cringy like like itchy oh true yeah. no because that's that's so what i really like to cringy like yeah. someone you know a kid going up to the front of the class and accidentally pissing himself during a presentation Ooh. that is cringy yeah. and i can't watch that unsettling i'm like yeah. oh god this is making my skin crawl but i want to so, see what happens okay so this is like unity is consistently compared to unreal as far as game engines go but right. as far as business businesses go unity is its own thing correct because uh, uh, epic owns uh, the unreal engine right but epic develops using unreal right what does Unity do are they're just strictly 
developers of the engine itself right i think yeah i'm pretty sure unity just produces the engine and then like the unity store where like assets for the engine are held um and you can like purchase assets on the unity store and stuff like that so that's a very interesting like um business model you because like I, I didn't know they were this big, to be honest. I thought they were owned by someone. I didn't know they were able to do an IPO like this. I feel like so. Unity's published games as well, though. I don't know why I feel like that, but I could be wrong. I don't know. You I just published, like, like, you know, like demos. Like, I mean, Unreal does the same thing, like demo films and, and games. To demonstrate their, uh, to their engine. Yeah, yeah but... But but I think it's just the oversaturation yeah. of seeing their logo in front of yeah, every every thinking. like cold open or something. Yeah, yeah, it could be that. I mean, they're huge. I I want to say they probably. What are they? The third? They're in the top three engines right now. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, it's cool. I'm glad that they're yeah. doing that. Uh, I wish I had known because I would have bought some shares. <laughs> in that shit. well i was watching it too but like on robin hood you couldn't buy any because oh, really? yeah because it, it was still like being it was like, private right in the process of the ipo yeah so all we could watch on uh robin hood or all we could do on robin hood is watch the the opening price go from thirty dollars to seventy dollars oh, <laughs> so but either way like yeah it's it's a long-term investment for this because you know this is going to be a successful company and it's like it's not like no matter when you get in it's you're going to get good returns so so don't 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 at me i'm not a stockbroker or anything but it just makes sense honestly it's it's interesting at the bottom of this so it's a cnn article but the bottom it's stating the fact that it's like put in the background to epic because of epic's lawsuit with uh, apple and google uh so like that bad publicity is giving them you know coverage so i wonder if unity if it had come out on a more mundane tuesday i just not necessarily that it came on tuesday but just in general would it i think be bigger stock money right now like would it had come out over a hundred when if it was still on par with like epic or did this fact that it's in the background make it more expensive well if you put in perspective epic is like such a huge it's an epic company but unity like epic is highly diverse because they have the games they develop they have their um service platform for selling games that's that's they have their engine because like if you look at all the songwriters in the music industry for instance uh, you have all these ones that have written for giant names. You don't know who the fuck they are. That's Unity. Yeah. And then you have Sia. Sia can sing, and she writes a lot of songs for famous people. That's epic. You know who the hell she is. That's the problem with Unity. Is if well, it wasn't always that. like that for Sia either. No, it wasn't. That's that's a different discussion. I'm just making a point that like Unity, if they had published their own games, or if and I think at this point they're going to be that name soon yeah. because if epic games or if uh, the unreal engine gets pulled off the market for a little while even if it's just temporary unity's gonna get put to the forefront and i agree with that because i think it's a natural progression with this ipo they're gonna have a lot of money to play with and to kind of diversify and expand themselves because it like pretty much following the footsteps of what like epic already did right 
because Epic started off just developing Unreal Engine. Isn't that correct, or or what what was their story? Because I'm not too familiar with that. Epic's did created the Unreal Engine, I think, specifically for Gears, and then they, they started not? developing their own games using Unreal Engine. Mm, no, and, and I it, think it like, was af- for after spe- licensing it for a specific. I- I want to say that the Unreal Engine was designed for Unreal Tournament, which was the game that Epic developed, and then they licensed out the engine to other developers. Yeah. Similar to id Tech with the Doom Engine, right? That makes sense. I'm going to say you're probably right on that because I have zero idea. But I... And it just started... And it just started becoming the standard, essentially, because everybody started saying, oh, I, I've used Unreal Engine from this last development well, process. Well, I mean, it's, it didn't become the standard nice. because id Tech was around for a long time. And True. there are, you know, Gamebryo and there are other engines, Frostbite, right? It's just that, like you know, everything. yeah, it's just that the uh, Unreal Engine was a very commonly used engine. Uh, especially during the 360 PS3 generation. Right, and I feel like yeah. Unreal Engine's one of those ones where it it can be used and it, it's like it has a low floor and it also has a high ceiling. So it's like no matter yeah. what you do with it, it's not going to look like shit. It will look decent and then you have the potential to make it even look more fantastic if you take the time versus system or like uh unity and then um unity has a very low floor but also a very high ceiling right right yeah i thought thought the range is pretty good and i thought the capabilities of Unity, like you have well but i mean that with unity oh go ahead i mean that in potentially a bad sense right right? because like from Uh, pj's perspective of like getting your hands on the unreal engine before was relatively difficult Right. Whereas getting your hands on the Unity engine was incredibly easy. And any jackass could pick up the Unity engine and produce some garbage and put it out on Steam. Right. Which very quickly oh, okay. gave Unity a bad reputation as the game engine that indie garbage is produced on. Yeah. Even though there are fantastic games that come out on the yeah. uh, Unity engine. Oh, for sure. It's just that when a development team takes the time and develops specifically for it and makes their own assets yeah. and stuff. Yeah, of course the game's going to come out looking great because it's a good engine. It's just you can also easily produce garbage on it. So it's just I, um, I actually didn't know that. It's just like the availability of it changed. that created the yeah. issue. And I think they're slowly changing the image too. Yeah, that's it's that's really exactly crazy. it cuz I've always felt like maybe I'm more in tune with indie games, but I've always felt like yeah, like I've was... always noticed the logo on Unity, like yeah. Unity's logo on all the good games that I've always Fall- enjoyed. So. Fallout's on Unity too, is it not? No, Fallout runs on the game Bryo engine. Oh, okay. So whatever one it is for them, I'm, I'm not crapping on Fallout. I've just never been a fan of the aesthetics of Fallout, and it's like oh, a, no, engine. Fallout runs on a bad engine, and that's you're yeah. valid in saying that. Engine. Yeah, and it's like the it, all of the Bethesda games, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, well, it used to be good, but it still looks outdated. It it allows for a lot of things, but is also janky garbage. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think that's that's my point. Is like the Unreal Engine. I think there's even at its worst, still looks good. But that engine, even at its best, still looks bad. Um, and I think Unity falls somewhere in the middle there because uh, it's probably on the same par as 
unreal. It's just you probably have to give it a little bit more love for it to be a, well, there. That's just from what I I've was gonna noticed. Say, I, th that's the thing, right? Is there are games that run on the Unity engine that you know nothing about because, of course, you've never played them. They're garbage Steam shovelware. Yeah. Right. You'd be surprised at how bad the Unity engine can look yeah. if somebody produces like bad enough yeah. garbage I'm on sure it. I'm sure the yeah. same thing well, for Unreal. I think Unreal. that's a case for everything. Yeah. Yeah. Right, but it's like a gatekeeping thing, right? Yeah. With like, most watch... game engines, you have to have capital to even get access to them in the first place, which means that you uh are a maybe not potentially a skilled developer, but like you know what you're doing whereas yeah. like it's very easy for just like game design students to get their hands on the unity engine and mm -hmm. like produce some garbage game with assets from the asset store and put it out on steam for 15 dollars. Well, and it's mind-boggling to think that when we were in high school unity was a free engine that you could get and test out on it was a baby still but like it's the same thing as blender blender is now a 3d uh, like highly regarded 3D rendering oh, dude, engine. Freaking amazing! And, but I remember when and, it first came out and it was in beta and I used it and it was just it was yeah. trash. And I think I tried using it in middle it was school. Too it was too hard. It, it was horrible. I would say I'm maybe being a little too harsh on Unity because the thing is, is, at the end of the day, it is a fantastic tool for budding game designers because you get access to a robust game engine that has a lot of options available that allows That's... for a lot of options to the developers and is very easy to quickly grasp and start developing on firmly grasp right? it's just it's because easy. of the nature of that it's created a situation where you got a lot of bad shovelware yeah. on yep. steam and, and part of it is steam's fault for allowing that stuff on the store in the first place when they just yeah. opened up the floodgates but um you know that's not the fault of unity per se no well they, they started the unity energy is still good yeah allowing this tool to be easily accessible to these people yeah i appreciate that what helped them. them like kind of get to that point where they can be like it like if you have the right people that know how to use a tool it's it's amazing like again like going back to the neil Blancamp's films some of them are like not pre-rendered they're they're actually um a game rendered real-time rendered scenes that look like movies like animated movies and you're like holy crap so it's it's a powerful tool if you use it correctly same with unreal so anyway is it time to pick up unity stock is it going <laughs> yes, to be consistently on the rise buy 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 don't sell 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 maybe sell 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 i don't know I don't know anything about the stock bye, market. Bye, bye. I wanted to, before we close out this topic, let everybody know that in Japan, Unity has a anime waifu mascot named Unity Chan. <laughs> Wait, I gotta look this up. What? And, wow. Uh, she had big Titas. That's all I gotta say about that. Not really. Unity waifu. Unity Chan. Oh, okay. Chan. I, I would not have thought that was okay. Oh, good for her. Well, and good for Unity. I guess the only way to market stuff is in Japan, in Japan is yeah, to yeah, have you a, a waifu. You have to have yeah, a waifu like, for everything. Like every prefecture has its own mascot in Japan. I love that. Um, yeah. Like why can't every city or county in, in the U.S. have? I like the chibi version of her. She is adorable. Yeah, chibi is pretty cute. Adorable. Anyway. Okay. Well, I think that's gonna do it for us. 
here on oh, the Fat wow. Peeps podcast. Amazing. Uh, we have a YouTube channel that things go up on. Uh, people have been playing uh, Grease on there. Yep, so greasy. Uh, so Thursday is coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, they're Call of Duty dubs still. Call of Duty dubs on Sundays. Uh, this will be up Wednesday, as you guys know. You're listening to it Tuesdays. Uh, we might have something new, or we might have another Overcooked. We'll end up seeing. So check that out. And then uh, if you guys didn't see it, we were gonna do our first impressions of Black Ops, but we figured. Uh, why not wow. actually just do it over some gameplay? So check out the wow. alpha gameplay that I um, put together for us uh, off the PlayStation, and we did some voiceover talking of it. So uh, go check that out. It was pu- published on Monday. So um, let us know what you think of that, too. Wait. Are we in the future? We're in the past future. Oh. Um. The future yeah. self, past self, we future. We haven't, but it will be there, so don't worry. Just go check it out on uh-huh. uh, from Monday. There's also a stream. There's a stream. Uh, the oh, Man John stream. Just uh, wow. uh, Monday. Oh, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, for some stream, stream goodies. And Monday. Uh, yeah, Monday. Monday. Uh, uh, the following Monday. Yeah. Uh, and the next just Monday, and the Monday after. Uh so for that i just want to like throw it out there really quick uh we will have a new challenge next month or a new contest i should say oh Uh, we'll release the information on that in the next few weeks so keep an ear out on that and uh keep uh take a look for spooktober because there's going to be a bunch of cool stuff for uh, october coming out on the youtube and for john started it on fridays with uh spooktember so yeah Y'all, I can't wait. Can't wait to have nightmares. I'm so scary. Well, bye, everybody. Yeah, that's going to do it for us here on the podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye. 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 Alexa, turn on the lights. Why did you turn off? Tim? You do you, Tim.